0: Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions and the CareerPod team. This episode should provide you with valuable career information and insights. Today we are speaking with Sharika Blevins, Senior Manager, U.S. Medical Therapeutic Area Project Management for Takeda Pharmaceuticals. Good afternoon, Sharika, and welcome to CareerPod. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. We appreciate your participation. So let's get started. Takeda Pharmaceuticals, that's not your usual household name in terms of a company or organization. Could you share a little bit about what Takeda Pharmaceuticals does? So, first of all, Takeda
1: is over 200 years old, started in Japan.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And um, they actually acquired Shire pharmaceuticals and moved their headquarters to Boston. That started like a couple months before COVID hit. So everything's oh, a little bit on hold. Yes. Um, but Chicada actually has some major products you may have seen. Um Intivio, uh, to treat um I B D and they also this inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's and things like that. Um they also have Trentelix, which is uh an antidepressant to treat major depressive disorder. They also have Vyvanse, which treats some ADHD. So they have many other products as well, but those are some of the major ones you may have seen advertised on television. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the the name is may not be as familiar like Johnson and Johnson or Pfizer, but, you know, they they do have um, some major products
0: out there on the market. Yes, great. I I am familiar with some of those products, and and that's very good. It's it's a very up-and-coming pharmaceutical company, definitely. Now, as a project manager, what are your basic tasks and responsibilities of your position? It seems like you're the senior manager there for medical therapeutic area project management. What does that actually mean, and what does it entail on a daily basis? So it is a long job title. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a mouthful.
1: It's a mouthful. Um, so uh, let me let me you know preface this by saying what I do as a a project manager may vary between fields or even companies, um, and obviously it depends on how they're tiering the titles within the company. U.S. Medical Affairs is the part of the company that focuses on phase four research, which is studies after this drug has hit market, where they're doing mm-hmm. ongoing safety um, studies. They're looking at, you know, are there areas where there are gaps in knowledge that we can do research, or you know, supply physicians, healthcare providers, patients with that additional information and training they would need to make good decisions about their healthcare regarding the different products. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's U.S. Medical. We're more patient-focused. We're not profit-focused or commercial-focused. We're strictly patient and safety Um, education-focused, and that's for the U.S. Um, My job, uh, I support neuroscience, and right now I'm also covering all of G.I. because we're in the middle of transition. Yes, that's a lot of
0: work. Yes, it is.
1: (laughs) Right now, what I normally do, and a huge portion or, you know, portion of my job responsibility is budget oversight. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for those two areas, I oversee the whole budget for the different, I'm trying to think of a lay term for it. Um, So within the therapeutic areas, we have, you know, products. And then within those products, we have separate buckets that Mm -hmm. uh, we give you the money to go in to achieve the tactics or plans that we have to, you know, meet the needs for that year. Okay. And my job is to keep track of the spend across those products in those therapeutic area. Where are we with how much we spend? Where are we with how much money is left over? Are we going to fall short in the area? Do we have invoices that are not being paid? Do we need to figure out what that is? And then I also do other things like support in terms of contracting and timelines and if there are changes in policies and procedures, making sure that Everything is following that. I'm also the lead project manager for my project management organization. So uh, it's my manager and then uh, I'm under her. And so I do a lot of extra work on the side in terms of like creating training material and mentoring the team or supporting them or like right now my manager was out on a family emergency. So I've been covering some things for her and like the month before she was out for two weeks on vacation. So I was covering some additional things. So a typical day for me is not a typical day. It's literally, you know, you're you're putting out fires and trying yes. to get everything else done in between. Like we have reports we have to keep updated and send out. And, you know, it's kind of we have budget cycles that come through every three months. And so that's re-evaluating what you're going to spend and estimating and forecasting what you're going to spend for the rest of the year and making adjustments there. So I can't say every day I clock in at eight and I know exactly what I'm going to be doing until I clock out. Right. There's no typical day. It's just what needs to be done, and then you have to prioritize
0: what yes. needs
1: to be done in that
0: moment, and you have to be very organized.
1: You have to be organized, and and there's a project management term called agile, and mm-hmm. that means being able to quickly pivot and shift directions, and you know address the need in the moment. Yeah. Um, so if you are a very rigid person and you're not flexible, you're not fluid in what you're doing, this is not the field for you. Yeah. If you have to have a set routine, this is not the field for you because <laughs> it, anything could come in and immediately it's like, well, guess I got to deal with this right now. I cannot wait. I can't put it on the back burner. It has to be addressed right now, and then I got to come back and finish what I was doing before that. There are days I'm on meetings from 8 to 5. Oh, my um, goodness, Yes maybe half an hour in between if I'm lucky. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: Some of those meetings are scheduled and some of those meetings are putting out a fire because something came up and now I got to figure out what's
0: going on so we can fix it. Yes. Well, doing all this and having all this as your responsibility, what prepared you to be able to do this job so well? I mean, what was your educational preparation for the field? What do you think in your earlier life prepared you to be able to navigate this kind of position? Well,
1: first of all, for for people who feel like they have to know exactly what they're going to do when they come out of high school or college, please know I went in multiple directions before I got here. My first degree is in neuroscience. I have a bachelor's in neuroscience because I had the plan of going to med school, and then I realized that's not what I wanted to do. Uh Um, And I worked as a research tech at Children's Hospital with mice for about five years. Mm -hmm. And then I went to nursing school, got my bachelor's in nursing worked as a bedside nurse, and then I transitioned oh into uh, clinical research where as a research nurse. I worked in ICU research for a couple years, and then I ran a psychiatric clinical trials department, uh, research department at the Institute of Living, which is part of Hartford Hospital. And then I got my master's while doing that job in project management and started working at Takeda almost two years ago. And I can say that all of those jobs have given me different elements that prepared me for this current position for example running that department i had to do all the contracting all the budget you know all of that it's like if i wasn't familiar with it then i had to get familiar with it real quick but you know also that meant i wore many hats and Mm -hmm. i was our regulatory specialist i was the manager of the team i was the lead coordinator i was our research nurse I was, you know, supervising the team that was there. I was the lab tech person. I was in everything that needed to be done there. That was me. And yeah. it's like if I can't shift gears quickly to handle what needs to be done in that moment, things weren't going to happen. Working in ICU research, you learn not to, and working as a bedside nurse, you learn not to panic quickly. Yes. Or let them see you sweat, you know. It's mm-hmm. like a patient is dying. They can't see you freaking out, running around going, oh, my God, they're dying. Uh, You know what I mean? So, like, you have to learn how to keep your cool and try to stay um, aware of what's going on and try to make the best decision in that moment and not allow that anxiety to take over and and drive the decisions you make. But then working as a research tech, I learned how to work with a lot of different people and how to be independent and, and make my own decisions and figure out what I need to do that day without relying on my manager to give me instructions it was literally like i came in i knew what i needed to do and i did it so i can say you know even though my careers have mostly been science and medicine they all have had elements that led to me getting to this place and being able to work comfortably in pharma and understand what's going on and why we're doing what we're doing but i also was able to get a lot of the business side of things and understanding contracting processes from my last two
0: positions. Yeah. So. Well, it definitely did prepare you for the work you're currently doing, that's for sure. Um, what advice would you share with others who might be considering a career in this field? Um, I would say, you know, be honest about what your strengths and your weaknesses are. hmm
1: You know, if you are, like I said, if you're rigid, there may, there. I'm not going to like. there may be some areas of project management that could work for you where you come in, you do your contracts or whatever, but you need to be sure that that's the type of job you're getting if you're going to go into project management. I would say, you know, don't be afraid to try different things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the more diverse your background is, the more it opens you up to different opportunities because you have different wells of knowledge to pull from to,
0: right.
1: to you know, really make your well-rounded employee so you know for those who are still trying to figure out what they're doing and they're like i I just haven't figured it out yet it's okay you'll get there eventually but in terms of wanting to do project management i think if you're you know you're a person who likes to problem solve yes and even if it looks like a disaster it's organized because like if i were to lay out what's going on at any moment it would look like how do you even know what's going on it's like i swear to god it's organized i know what's going on Like how many plates can I keep sitting in the air? I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) If you like working with people, if you have a good communication style, because a big part of this job is being able to communicate exactly what is going on with people and make sure they understand what you can and cannot do and make sure they are aware of what the expectations should be. Are they realistic? So if you are you like helping people, you're good at communicating, you're able to stay relatively calm under pressure <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and you know, you can quickly shift gears when you need to, I think you know, you could do well in this job in this this area, but like I said, it just depends on the field as well. Some mm-hmm. can be very
0: uh routine and then there's some like what I'm doing now where it's not routine. <laughs> right. Right. So, so what is the most satisfying and frustrating thing about your job?
1: I would say the satisfying part is really being able to help people achieve their goals and stream mm-hmm. it in a way where, you know, something that was complicated before and it took way too long to do it and we had way too many meetings to try to figure it out. If I can take that and get it down to maybe a couple of meetings and everybody has access to that information and it's crystal clear exactly what we're doing and why we're doing it, you know, that makes it easier for them to focus on other things that they need to do to do their job. And it right. makes it for me to do my job. I really enjoy that, that aspect of problem solving. Mm-hmm. However, that's also the part that's really frustrating because sometimes you're just like, why are we making this way more complicated than it has to be?
0: Like it did, yes. did can, hard. Can, so it's like it's not as it's tough. Not, stop, stop. 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 <laughs> it's like this is way too complicated for no reason. <laughs> I think that happens in every single job or position I've had. It's like you're making this more complicated than it is, guys. Literally, like why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, um, let me ask you one last question here. Do you think luck, either good or bad, has played a role in your career success? I
1: would say I've been very fortunate. You know, even though I, you know, did not come from – I grew up in the hood. The projects went to, you know – the school I went to was actually pretty good. But, you know, I was very lucky to have teachers that were – they noticed that I had this potential and they really fostered it, not just me, any of my other classmates that they – Saul could really have a bright future. they really invested that time in us and pushed us to really you know reach for more than what was expected of us right mhm, and they you know made sure we were able to have these opportunities to experience different things and and go places and you know like I got to do phillips Exeter for six weeks one in my junior year, I think through a program um then you know the colleges were coming through like the, the the small liberal arts colleges were trying to improve their diversity. So they were coming through the South and trying to recruit more right. students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the teachers were always like, you know, oh, you should, trigger, you should apply for that, to go away for a weekend and see the campus and do an interview on campus and things like that. And so I was very fortunate in that sense from junior high through high school to have those teachers who recognized that I, I do have an ability, I, I do have the potential for a good future, I just need, the opportunities and the doors to open. Yes. And then yes. in college, you know, I was fortunate enough again to find those professors who were like, you know, my door is always open. And if you have questions, please come see me. And, you know, I was able to leverage relationships I've had in my, you know, previous positions and, you know, with different employers. And, use them as mentors, like, you know, yes. they have these experiences and it's this careers and they've interacted with different people and they may not do exactly what you're doing, but they may know someone who does it right. or they can help you figure out what can you use as your current skill set that can help you cross that bridge to get to where you're trying to go. Right. Uh, so I think I would say I've been fortunate enough to have the right people in my life. But having said that, I've worked my butt off. Nobody <laughs> handed it to me. Nobody just said, you know what, I'm going to give you an A so you can go. No. Yeah, I no. <laughs> worked my butt off. There were plenty of nights, there was no sleep. There were, yeah. you know, working multiple jobs to make sure I could at least continue to go to school, you know, to pay for whatever I needed to pay for. Like, nobody gave anything to me. I worked worked really hard for it. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's been a mix of, you know, my determination and work ethic with being able to find those people and those people finding me and identifying what can we do for each other or being willing to
0: allow others to help you. Yes. Well, Sharika, you should be proud of your accomplishments. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your experiences you have provided us with an insightful look into the career of project management for a pharmaceutical company. Anyone considering a career in this field would benefit from the excellent advice you have given. Once again, thank you for your contribution to CareerPod, and you have a nice day.
1: Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you.